Welcome everybody to We Geek Podcast. Today is what month is it? I uh, this is I think if if we're gonna May? go with it's, it's technically May twelfth or is it like April forty second or like March eightieth? I forget. <laughs> I don't. I don't know anymore, man. Oh yeah. Uh, well, when this goes up, it should be exactly it should be May thirteenth. Uh, sorry, it's been a minute. We've been super busy um, as the world falls apart. Um, uh, but we're back, um, and yeah, man, it's it, how's 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 you how's your couple of weeks been? I you know I I bought a blueberry candle and played Persona, so I can't really complain. Oh, <laughs> I, nice. I am just I am just trying. Like North Carolina is one of the worst states when it comes to getting people's unemployment benefits out. I just filled out my eighth like weekly certification i have to and i still have not gotten a penny nothing and i've and i've I've called and called and called and it's like the call center is just full like there's just too much going on and they don't have enough people and i you know i i know the workers are doing everything they can like i I, i'm i'm absolutely like i absolutely believe that there's just nothing they can do but it's just nuts. They've opened up like an online, like, hey, ask for help online thing. It's like, okay, cool. I ask for help online. And they're like, yeah, you have to call. I'm like, oh my God. You're, you're kidding me with this, right? You're killing Jesus. me. And I'm so not you... the only one. Like it's right. it's a lot of people around the state. And, it, and interestingly, it all seems to stem from around the same time, like that middle end of March around the same time I applied. And everybody's saying the same thing. It's like, it's been six weeks. It's been eight weeks. Like, what the hell? Like, I'm still, because it still currently classifies me as pending. And I was like, what? just can, can somebody give me an answer? Just some, just explain to me what's going on. Nothing. I can't, like, I can't get through to anybody. Like, I, you know, my, I look at my phone and it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm trying to get out. It, it doesn't look like I'm calling a phone number. Because you know how it always gives you like the little number next to it of like how many mm-hmm. interactions they've called you or you've called them. It looks like a high score. Wow, it's 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 insane. So it's like get get these people some help. I'm I I know they're doing the best they can, but yeah. it's they're and they're just overwhelmed. So just God, just get them. Some, like I've been, you know, the best you can do is reach out on social media to people and just be like, get them some help. Like tweeting the the like news organizations and and the actual department of commerce governor whoever and it's just been like get these people some damn help oh my so god they can so, get us some help like it's it's insane yeah it's um i'm uh, obviously i'm in i'm in florida it's a different state so i i it sounds exactly like what's happening in the state as well um people are just not getting through with anything yeah or like they'll go and they'll log into the website, they'll try to get in, it crashes, it spits them out, it tells them the dates are all mixed up. Uh, my Facebook is just full of people with with issues. Uh, that's absolutely insane. Uh, did they? Do you know if they've talked about sending out another stimulus check? Is that something they're working on? There, there was a bill introduced today. It's not going to go anywhere. 
Like there's oh. there's too many people who are gonna say if you keep sending out money, it's gonna de. They, the phrase is de incentivize employment. Um, I think the biggest de incentivizer of employment is you know a global pandemic. But you know what do I know? I just listen to experts. Well, um, yeah, exactly. And if you you can't collect unemployment because it's broken, they're not gonna send out a stimulus check. What do they expect to happen? Uh, they ex- <laughs> no no, like, Mister Bond. I expect you to die. Um, right. Basically, like, like oh just straight God. up. Um, I because I because I can't think of anything else for it. These people are not. And I I look at like I I keep following like local news on Facebook because there's usually actual local news. Right. But it's like it's split now half and half between like here's things that are actually important and and things happening in in the city or in the county and state. You know things you turn to local news for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other half is, uh, here's all like, it's such a reopen North Carolina down with science platform. Now it makes me sick. And I'm just like, these, like th- these people are not being the people Mr. Rogers knows they could be. And that makes right. me sad. Wow. Wow. I just, I, I don't, I, I don't get it. Man. I don't get it. I understand if you're, if you have if if your business is is hurting and it's affecting your livelihood i i i get that i absolutely get that and i understand that but i you know there is more to this than this you know right. don't get mad at people like i uh, i i'm still going back and forth with people at work about gloves and masks like we finally have face masks now and people don't know how to wear them they wear them like chin straps and i'm just like that's not you're not you're not even covering your mouth like, do you not get this? Wow. Do you not understand this? And then nobody covers their nose. Nobody. They're all pulled up. It's like, well, it's over my mouth. That's fine, right? No, it, it has to go up over your nose. Well, then it's uncomfortable. You know what else is uncomfortable? An illness that can tend to lead to death. That's fairly uncomfortable. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. I'm just like, I, well, I don't <laughs> like, I don't like wearing it. Look at, look at me. I have, I have to have my hat, a mask, a beard net, gloves, an apron. I am not particularly comfortable. And I know right. in relation to healthcare workers, it's absolutely nothing. And I understand that. But that's also my point of like, look, this is a moderate inconvenience. This is a mild inconvenience at worst. I yep. got over it. It's not a big deal. But right. apparently it's just the worst thing on the planet. And I cannot get anybody on board with the fact that this is a big deal. And I'm just, um, oh, it makes it, it's making me crazy. Because I just don't get why this is a hard concept. Put on the gloves, put the mask on right, and shut up. It's because most people just don't want to be inconvenienced. I mean, it's it, it, exactly what it is. It's uh, you, the slightest inconvenience for anything. Oh, I, I can't get a haircut. Well, wait, I, I can't. I can't go to the gym. Like I, I, I can't. I can't. Like the simplest things, people are just having a meltdown with. And like you said, the, the healthcare workers, my, my brother, exactly. He works, he's a nurse in New York City. He has to wear two gloves on each hand. They have to take those off and dump them after each time they see a patient. They yeah. have to change out their gloves, their masks. Uh, the masks, they have, to, they, they have to wear that weekly. But the gloves specifically, they have to wear two at a time, dump them, all sorts of things uh, to decontaminate every time they come home. Uh, and it is such a process. Uh that for someone to complain about putting a mask over their nose is just 
yeah. asinine. It's, it's it's it is. That's exactly the word for it. Yeah, it's it's I don't know, that's but the, the the whole problem is is that a lot of companies don't give a shit. A lot of a lot of managers and middle management, they don't care. They get to work. That you know, that's the it, it is a weird mindset to see. It is it's really weird to see going around. I I you know, I it, it sucks. It sucks seeing especially seeing bigger companies like Tesla just like say fuck it you know go to work uh we'll all get arrested basically like it's it's crazy um but I, man uh, fuck tesla like well not yeah. let, let me say it. fuck elon musk you know yeah. I, I won't throw the whole company under the bus just because the guy in charge of it is completely off the rails i just hope someone doesn't get sick it, it, it would be such a fucking disaster uh oh and it's hard but it's hard to tell who he'll blame right oh yeah well yeah um yeah it, it's been a weird fall of grace because at first people were like oh hey this guy you know he, he's doing things different and then it just it went weird really fast uh <laughs> how about that name though <laughs> it's an equation for his sons i i don't know but it, it's good to see some companies like actually protect their workers and protect their employees and it, it, it i wish others would take example <laughs> um it just it's it sucks locally you know small business and big business it's much harder for smaller businesses obviously but if you're a company the size of like amazon and whatnot you shouldn't be treating your employees like shit no and and let's on that note let's talk about kroger for a minute deciding that that two dollar an hour quote unquote hero pay raise they gave their grocery workers which by the way is insulting on the face of it but in this day and age you take what you can get um that it, it it what it ended or ends in the next couple days are you kidding me yeah wow yeah seriously like they're just like yeah it was only never meant to be a temporary thing and it's like you are you really even yeah. though states still have lockdowns and it's like oh but phase one everywhere phase one in every state is basically just hey um some of the like local government offices are going to be open to limited capacity that's mm -hmm. been, like in North Carolina. I think that's all that's changed. It's like you know, we you have can... uh, we have barbershops and stuff open now. Yeah, we're 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 not even doing that for yeah. Florida's for... wild. We're <laughs> yeah, but I think Georgia's got you guys beat though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's I don't know. I can't I can't say much. I can't complain. I, uh, it, I it's I hate seeing the news and I hate hearing it from friends and family like you that are going through the shit with that. And it, like, like, there's no, I can't do anything, you know? It sucks. It's, uh, it's, it's, in, it's insane what's going on, and it's, and it's crazy watching people yeah. react in just the most ludicrous ways. Where was it in, was it, was it Colorado where that restaurant decided, hey, we're going to reopen for Mother's Day because we feel like it? Yeah. And then that place got packed full, and nobody was wearing masks, and none of this was going on. And so, of course, they got shut down. They're like, no, forget this. We're t we're revoking your license yeah. indefinitely, and you know we'll deal with this later. And everybody is just everybody. I swear, if I hear somebody talk, if I, it's bad enough when when the America groups get riled up anyway, because at least in some aspect you can tunnel down and find like, oh, here's a tiny kernel of something logical that they've just completely distorted. There's not even that now. 
it, it, the conspiracy theory stuff is what really upsets me. Um, especially when I have someone in my family working, uh, at the hospitals and everything else. And just to, yeah. to see the, just, it, just the, Oh my God. It, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's, it's insane to see. I, I try to stay off Facebook now because of it, because I feel like everyone's got a Facebook degree and what they think. I, uh, uh, yeah, I it, can't, it, I've, I've, how much they know over the experts. Apparently. Oh my God. Yes. Everybody knows everything. And that's why we have to reopen everything and, and undo everything. And, and mm-hmm. if we get the economy working again, it'll all be better. And this virus will just magically disappear. And I'm just like, no, that's, you, that's not right. how science works. Exactly. It's, it's just, not going to magically disappear. It's going to be here a while. Even when things open back up, businesses are not going to be booming. People who think that, that suddenly Places are going to be packed again. It'll happen to a few places, sure. Yeah. But we're not going to see this. We're, we're not going to see it as it has been the last ten years. You know what I mean? Like uh, Disney, places like the they're going to be at a fraction of what they are. Right. Uh, and, and largely by their own. You know, when like when I, I think Disney is what only allowing themselves to open up to what is it? Because they just reopened Shanghai Disneyland. And it's what right. thirty? I think it's thirty percent capacity. Yeah, and 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 then the guy who's uh, the CEO now is he's talking about he plans on doing the same here, making masks mandatory for both employees and uh, the visitors. Yeah. Um, you know stuff like that, but that. It do, you're not going to see people rushing out to do that. Sure, everyone wants to get out of their house, but I think at the end of the day, unless you, I see people seeing this as like a political stance or something instead of a, just common sense. It, well, so these it's people like have it, no common sense, right? So it's like a, it's like a, well, you know, uh, screw the left or screw the right. I'm going to do this, and it, it's so, it's so crazy. I, I am glad to see a lot of my family members who usually lean one way or the other are all very much on the same page as me and you are that like, this is bad. And I, I, I think it really ties to the fact that my brother is right there on the front lines dealing with it. So it's like, they listen to him. They, they, when, when he says, this is what's happening, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm dealing with. I'm seeing, you know, 32 year old men die with no health issues. I'm seeing, you know, losing six patients that I had on one, uh, rotation or one, you know, in one day, uh, they're, they're, they get shooken up very quickly. Like you can't get this. You can't have anyone in our, especially elderly in our family, get this. Uh, a lot of our families overweight or we have asthma or whatever. You can't like, you have to take it seriously. And so I think a lot, and I have family members that have immune deficiency and all that stuff. So like they're taking it seriously. Thank God. Even if they lean one way or the other, whatever you see that on the news, I'm so glad that they're like, no, uh, when they start to get in conspiracy theory territory, they're corrected real fast. Yeah. That you, you know, sorry that I, that's a, that's a cool link that you got on YouTube and Facebook, but that's not what the health experts are saying. And that's not what our family members are going through in the hospital, <laughs> you know? So it's, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, it's crazy. Uh, the, the, something has to happen that especially with the unemployment, um, if they're going to keep everyone, uh, you know, sheltered in place or whatnot, they have to fix that. Like, I don't understand how any state can continue another month without paying anybody. Oh, like, well, I, I, at what point do the citizens 
say enough is enough. You're you're seeing it, but they're going about it the wrong way. They're, right. They're, yeah. It's like they're they're, they're targeting the wrong things. <laughs> right. Their response their response isn't hey this system is broken it needs to be fixed. Their response is. Uh, this doesn't work, so open everything back up so we can go back to work. Which, on the one hand, is fine in a sense, but let's... But you, you would you would kill off a mass population of our sick, our elderly. Uh, yeah, and well, for a, some a... people, that's not a problem. Yeah, see, that's that's absolutely bizarre to me. I, I, I can't fathom... I, I guess I'm such a... I'm a family-oriented person, but my whole family is. So even when stuff like this happens, we that that's that that matters more than anything else and i i'm maybe it's like a generational thing why does why do people not think that's a big deal i because people are stupid i really don't have any like are they not close to their parents do they not have parents do they not have anyone in their family that they they i don't know like that's such a gamble to me that i wouldn't risk it even if you felt it in your bones that it was bullshit. You know what I mean? Like there's still that, you'd still think they'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd risk it. Yeah. I, I don't get how, you know, if somebody, what's, what's his name? The Lieutenant governor in Texas, when he was just like, you know, we, who basically sacrifice just came out and said, sacrifice the old people. And people went, yeah, that'd be all right. Like, I don't, what, what, what timeline is this? Look, you're not a war general. This isn't a war. This is, uh, this is a it's a virus, right? It's uh, it's it's not it's not this it's not the same. Yeah. Um, we're not sending people to war. Uh, the people that are closest to it are the ones that are actually having to stay open and work. And the health, you know, the, the people at the hospitals and the people working at the grocery stores, and not you, you know, phoning this in from home. It, it's just so crazy to me. Yeah, it's 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 a bold stance from a video conference. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. It's bizarre. Uh, just, but we have to get our economy working again. I, at at what, at at what price? Like when I, I and it it astounds me that there is an actual national conversation going on, that the economy is worth dead Americans. Yeah. I can't. I, I I absolutely and and I just I can't. I I don't get it, man. I yeah. I really don't understand this at all. And I. Yeah. And and my heart goes out to 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 everybody to to everybody on a reservation, anybody who's who's in a tribe who is has because those places were never adequately equipped for much of anything to begin with because of everything that's gone on for the last right. what hundred and fifty almost two hundred years now give or take, but they've been hit the hardest and there's reservations what is it there's one in in south dakota where they've set up checkpoints to yeah. make sure people don't get in and the state's like no you can't do that and they're like bite me we're gonna do what we have to right i mean right. the 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 irish are paying back loans from tribes that they got however many years ago like it's ins it's insane that this we can't take care of our own damn people and and so many people don't care about people and these are the ones who love to preach about their morals and their values but you know if the old people have to die for the economy so be it i don't i i'm i am very it it, it, huh, it this is a bizarre thing to say but i'm gonna say it like this anyway i take a slight bit of pride in understanding that i can't fathom that mindset yeah it, it yeah it's it's i i don't get it like i said i it 
it's bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre to see people acting that way. I, I'm lucky that people that are close to me like get it. There's no one really that is acting like that. It's weird to see on Facebook. It's weird to see people that I find that like, hey, I thought they were intelligent, like normal people, but what happened? And I, I get the desperation, people that are out of work. I get that. I totally do. I totally get why someone's like, hey, uh, I'm not going to have a place to live or I can't put food on the table. I get that. I totally do. Yeah. But to have like no remorse, no like, hey, well, I don't care. Let's open it back up. It's like, yeah, no, sorry. Like, let's figure out how to – um. Yeah, I don't know. Let's figure out how to get you help first. Uh, and uh, keep keep note of who's in charge right now of your state, your local. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, top to, yeah, top down. Not not just top every, down. You yeah. know, obviously <laughs> there's there's carrot top, but I mean everybody on down. Like yep. look at because I mean we had a state senator who was very big about, you know, well we have to reopen like headed the reopen NC protests. And was standing out there holding up a sign that said, I'm listening. And everybody's response was, no, clearly you're not. Um, yeah. But like that's – but yes, absolutely pay attention at every level. And just I, – I I just, think a lot of politicians are scared uh, about what's about to happen. I don't think uh, so. I don't think they no? are at all. No. If this had been 20 years ago, sure. But I mean look at how far our discourse has flown off the rails. That's true. I, true. They, true. Because they will find whatever they can to justify it, and it's not going to matter. Right. Oh, yeah. Hashtag Obamagate. Man. <laughs> what which, is that? Which nobody can explain. Which nobody can. He got up and did a whole it song is so and dance bizarre. about it. And it was like it, it, is, was, it was the it greatest. Twilight Zone. It was the greatest crime in political history. Okay. Can you elaborate on it? No. Well, but then what I. It's okay. like it's a lampoon. Like, I feel like we are in a cartoon world when I see shit like that. I and really, I, they're I, adults. I wanted I wanted more than anything on the planet the day that he got up and gave the famous disinfectant talk. I would have I would have absolutely given anything to be in the writer's room at the onion. Right well, I, at, I just right at I, that I don't, moment. I don't understand why one of these reporters just don't go, What the fuck are you talking about? I, I really think they're trying their best to do it in a professional I don't, way I, because at this point, fuck it. Like I, like when you tell people when you start asking about is there a way to get disinfectant in the bodies, you know, or like at that point you're just, it's, it's either a joke or you are actually that stupid and yeah. it, it clear as day, you know, it, I don't know. It, I feel like it should we should we move on? Should we keep talking about I, this? Like, I mean, we could just go on and on and on, but I mean, let's, yeah. you know, the, the, the bottom line is we just want people to be safe and be intelligent, yes. which is asking a lot. But yeah, please try. And, <laughs> yeah, and and whatever position you're in right now, remember to vote. <laughs> you know, if, man, the, the, I'm I'm telling you, if that's it, a thing, that, that's the only thing that's going to change stuff like this. If you don't like how it is right now, uh, in your local, your state, your whatever, this is how you. That's that's the only way you're going to change things, is to get different people in there. To do something about it, yeah. Because uh, clearly, I mean, it's it's a disaster right now. Um, it, it's it's cr it's crazy because I have a friend in Canada that's like, oh yeah, I filed for this thing, and a couple days later, I got a two thousand dollar check, and I'll, I'll get that next month. It's or it's a guaranteed thing. Like it's crazy to see other countries so that are should be on our level, right? That are just like, okay, here here's the plan, and here's what we're gonna do. Or our country is making up hashtags and 
throwing shit at each other. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, instead of actually fixing things. You yeah, know? oh yeah. Was, yeah. This 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 will not be kindly remembered throughout oh, history, no. which is Abs- unfortunate. Absolutely not. So all right, well, we'll move, try to move on to some uh, positive stuff, some fun stuff. Um, I, I, I like, I think one of my favorite positive bits of news was they canceled the gathering of the Juggalos. That always makes me smile. <laughs> Dude, when the juggle, when the Man. Juggalos are making better decisions than than some people in charge, uh, you know, when they when they cancel before Star Wars Celebration, tickets still on sale. <laughs> When they cancel, it's it's bizarre to me. It, it like, is. It really, it really is. I, I, it has to be some sort of insurance thing with a lot of these companies where, they're like, if the state shuts them down, then they're, they'll get some money back. Um, but At some uh, point, you just have – and especially when you're Disney and you just spent, like, $80, $90 billion to buy Fox, you can take the hit and well, because the PR is know. worth it. The thing about Disney, though, is they're losing a ton of money because the parks are closed. So – as much money as I think everyone knows Disney has a ton of money, but I actually think that over the next couple of years, they're going to be very conservative about what they spend. We might probably see less. Uh, I think we'll see more TV stuff, less movies. I, I, I agree with that. I think we will absolutely see more Disney plus content. I think this is actually going to be great in terms of yeah. like, because we're getting things like prop culture. And yep. and the uh, the the Mandalorian behind the scenes stuff. I saw the yeah. first oh. episode of that. It was fantastic. So good, so good. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'm all for more of that because that stuff is not expensive to produce. At yes, all. I I think that this was hopefully a wake up call to some companies, at least to like the comic book industry. I'm going to talk about comics in a little bit, but like um, the conventions, the convention scene in general, right now. I can't even imagine what they're thinking is going to happen in the next couple of months. I know a lot of them are going to open back up, but that that is a disaster waiting to happen, especially if there is another wave of this. I'd, I would not go to a con for a year. I wouldn't even go to Comic Con next year. Like I would oh, yeah, not no. go to I would not go to SDCC until twenty twenty two. Yeah, I even really if I wouldn't. was given free tickets, it's it's not it's not worth it. Not until there's adequate testing and some sort of vaccine which will be a, what, a year or two out About uh, so a, a year it, it'll be it'll be like end ish of next year middle end of next year at yeah. minimum which sucks because i i you know love conventions love you know we've, we've been to them yeah. over the years uh it's fun to be in that environment but right now it's not safe and i i imagine a lot of the creators a lot of the actors a lot of the talent uh don't want to get sick either they, they they don't want to deal with that so it has been cool to see a lot of them jump on youtube jump on videos jump on like uh podcasts have come back so hard right now yeah seriously um yeah like there's if i feel like everyone's doing a podcast now about like oh hey remember that show we did let's rewatch it and then let's do commentary on every episode yeah because there's nothing else to do Except, yeah. and it's like, oh, that's right. Fans have wanted this stuff for years, and now because we literally have no jobs, we can do this. Right, right, so. right. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, it's 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 been cool to see that. Um, uh, and I don't know. Yeah, I see I see things shifting that way. I see Disney doing that. I mean, they. I think they've. I don't know. I don't have the news in front of me, but like, I think Marvel was it. What's what's for load uh, people. Uh, when it comes to the editors for Marvel Comics. Yeah, that makes sense. Because there's yes. not really comics coming out right now. 
Right, right. I think DC is putting some out through their own distribution channel. Yeah. Um, which I, it caused some controversy because I believe it was through was it Midtown Comics? I think. I don't yeah, it was exactly. It was like a weird thing where they were like, "Hey, we'll push some stuff out, um, and it will come out on Tuesdays instead of Wednesdays." But we ha- like some a lot of the stores don't want to be a part of it because then they're essentially giving their register all their information to a competitor. Yeah. Which is a weird space to be in. So I think they're all kind of waiting for diamond, which has announced that they're coming back to push everything out. So it's one of those things. If you have a local comic shop, uh, talk to the owner, see what they're doing. See, most of them will just ship it to your house, uh, or they'll do, uh, some places can do where you go pick it up. Um, I know that's what our local comic book shop does. Aaron will work with you. He'll send you whatever you want. Uh, so hopefully whoever it is near you uh, can do that. Uh, always support your local comic shop. Um, and if there isn't a local comic shop, I don't know. You can support the industry by getting it off Amazon or something. So, Comi- uh, uh, What, Comixology? <laughs> yeah, Comixology, absolutely. Buy directly from them. Uh, well, I, I think, yeah, Comixology, you get like the percentage. But you know, that that's the way you can directly get it. So. Yeah. Uh, that's, dude, that's what I've been doing. I got a ton of books here. Yeah, I'm you, actually sent gonna... me a, you sent me a thing where you're just like, hey, I bought most of the old Ultimate Spider-Man run. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I bought like half of it. Yeah, I, I, I got it off eBay for like a fucking steal. And someone at the last minute tried to raise it a dollar and I got them. Nice. So, well done. Yeah, so I have like 16 volumes. So I'm going to be sending you some because I have some extras. I'm also going to be sending you some of these other ones too. Like I want to send you Venom because I want to talk about Venom. Uh, I'll talk about it here in a little bit. But I won't get too spoiler because I think I'm just going to send you it. So you can read it. We could talk about it. Uh, your history with Eddie Brock. We've talked about it before. We're, we're, I, I remind, refresh my memory. The, where, the, where do you land with I, – I know you love Spider-Man. That's your guy for yeah. Marvel. But Eddie Brock. Eddie, I I loved Eddie, and I that's what I thought. That's yeah. What I thought. Oh, I like to me Eddie is Venom. I know there have been others. Mac Gargan had his own take on it. Flash mm-hmm. Thompson was a completely different Venom, and that was cool. They don't to me like I don't think it's not like Green Lanterns where they're kind of the same, and you sort of have to pick one. Right. To me, like Eddie Brock's Venom and Flash Thompson's Venom are two completely different characters. I know it's Absolutely. the same symbiote, but they are so different that. I don't think they they don't compete in the same space in yeah. that way. Um, right. It's it's a completely different interpretation of Venom, but the the Venom for me has been and always will be Eddie Brock. It it just will be. Um, I guess I've only read. Okay, so my history of Venom in the nineties. I think we all liked Venom and, and Spider Man because they looked cool. Yeah. Uh, as a as a kid, I'd pick up a few comics, um, but I've had no real connection at all towards Venom. I, I always thought he looked cool as a character, uh, but not like you, where you like you love Eddie Brock. You, oh, yeah. That is your Venom. So this was really my I, – I, I jumped in. I liked the Flash Thompson stuff. I thought it was such a cool story of you know, he was a, a, a wounded war vet, and uh, the symbiote gave him legs again, and he was, like you said, a completely different character. Mm-hmm. So that was really my first – where I actually sat down and read a few volumes of Venom. But then for years I didn't I didn't pick up any Venom book. I, he went to space and I didn't see anything after that. But this was so different. This was almost like a relationship with them too. It's almost like 
they need each other. It's it's almost like an addiction to him where he it, it's it's really fucked up. Uh, I don't want to go too much into it. Something's wrong with the Venom though, and I like how Venom. Ref- it's all. I guess whenever I read Venom before, it was like it was always like Flash Thompson, and I know that the Venom uh, lore is that Venom is his own character, Eddie Brock is his own character, Flash Thompson is his own character. Yeah, but I feel like in this comic, it really feels like two separate characters on an adventure together. And they need each other. Something's really wrong with the Venom. It's almost like his... I don't know. It, it opens up where Eddie is in such a dark place. For whatever reason, it reminded me of like if he had like a, a drug problem or like well, Eddie, an alcoholic or something. Eddie, When Eddie was split from the symbiote, he, he hit bottom fairly hard. Okay. Yeah, there's... Eddie, Eddie has history. I don't know if he was ever... I feel like he was probably an alcoholic at some point. Um, cause I don't, there's a lot of lost time with well, when he wasn't Venom. And then there was anti-Venom, which was a cool idea that they never did anything with. Um, yeah. but he, like, there was, there was a space and there was a space of time where Eddie had like a very comic book death of like, yeah, he's not really dead, but they, yeah. you know, so they've kind of tossed that back and forth a little bit, but Eddie, yeah. Eddie without Venom. Mm-hmm. was a very like he was never in a good place not really gotcha okay well he had I I, I I was talking with aaron about this and he said that he thinks he's written it like that because donny cates has openly talked about he's had addiction issues Fair. and i feel like i can see that in the writing um and it's 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 so good dude it it goes into so much lore with Venom and yeah, because because uh, Don, Donnie did like the the symbiote god stuff. And the god, really, yeah, the, the crawl, yes. And so uh, I'm an idiot. I I got because uh, I like the Silver Surfer for whatever reason. I always liked how cheesy he was. I liked just his powers. He looks cool, whatever. So I got the Silver Surfer Black. Uh, my problem is I watch YouTube channels like Comic Pop. And they're like, oh, we're going to talk about this book. They start talking about it, and I have to shut it off because I'm like, I want to read this. It looks awesome. So I got this thing, Silver Surfer Black. And long story short, Silver Surfer finds himself at the beginning of the universe. And in the book, he runs into Crawl, or the god of the symbiotes. Uh, Before there was anything. No, no, that's it. That's it. No, yeah. So he runs into him. I won't say what happens, but like it's all tied in together. And it in and, and the the symbiote it, it there's a reason why it's so scared of fire, why it's so scared of sound, why it's so scared of Silver Surfer, <laughs> uh, and all these different crazy things. Like they, I felt like whenever I thought of Venom, I was like, it's the symbiote that just came from outer space, from a, another. It was an alien planet, and it lands on Earth, and it gets on Eddie Brock. Where like this goes into like the lore of what that is and yeah. what well, those creatures are. And that's the thing that had not really been touched on all that much. They, they did a little okay. bit with it off and on, but okay. Don, Donnie's run from what I have heard, I haven't read it, but from what I've heard, like that's where this really kicks off. Cause up until then it was just kind of a, it's, it's a being from it. it Cause that was how he was introduced. You know, that yeah. goop was stuck on Spider-Man suit from the original secret war. And yeah they didn't do a ton to expand on it for decades. Yeah. Uh, and then there was a little bit with, 
with uh with agent venom you know when they went into the cancer verse uh, right. uh minimum carnage that kind of stuff but okay. they they never like there's little bits of it here and there of like oh wait these things of like here's here's a little more of it because they because there hasn't been any lore on it forever uh okay. and now they've just they've just kicked the door wide open on it and just done oh, some yeah. crazy stuff because he's he 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 did guardians i don't know if he's still doing it uh and guardians was the the way the guardians of the galaxy opened up was basically sending silver surfer back to the past um that's how it set up that silver surfer black book it all that all ties into this venom stuff and i think it goes into ultimate carnage which i haven't read yet which was a big event last year um it all ties in together and now he's writing thor so like it all this in all this galactic star or star wars all this galactic marvel stuff it seems to be kate's it i, I feel like I feel like all these books I'm picking up, I'm like, oh, this is Donny Cates. This is Donny Cates. And the other guy is uh, Jonathan Hickman. I have The House of X, Powers of X, but I haven't read it yet. Nice. Yeah. Hickman, but... you, can't, you can't really go wrong with Hickman. Like, no, it's, no. You're, you're, in for, you're in for something one way or another. It's never boring. Hickman's stuff is never boring. I'll give it that. It may right, not be that... everybody's cup of tea, but it's never boring. Well, his stuff always goes somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and that's, from what I understand, this run is like – like you said, you either like him or you don't, but at least you know there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a there's an end, you know. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely send you a few volumes of this Venom uh, this week so we can talk about it more into detail uh, next week. I think that'd be really cool. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've yeah the uh, but I think the first volume of Donny Cates Venom is actually free for Kindle Unlimited. If oh, you have that. That's what. Here's a fantastic thing. A lot of like first trades like those first volumes of a lot of comic books are actually on kindle unlimited for anybody who's got prime oh wow uh, i didn't know that yeah kin- yeah kindle it's unlimited, kindle unlimited it's in, a, I, I have prime or not uh kindle unlimited is different for, i'm sorry i'm confusing kindle unlimited with prime reading prime reading is included with prime but it does include a lot of a lot of those trades uh oh. more of them are included in kindle unlimited which is basically just a larger version. It just includes a lot more titles. Uh, okay. And it's not a bad. Kindle Unlimited isn't a bad thing. If you like, if you just tear up books, it's, oh, it's right. something worth looking into for sure. Um, it's uh, yeah. Volume one by Donny Cates is uh, Kindle and Comicsology Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. Zero dollars. Oh, that dude. I didn't even know this. Yeah. Kindle Unlimited is a is a an additional subscription service, and it's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Kindle Unlimited is uh, like not. I forget it's what like ten. It's one of those. I think it's like ten bucks a month. Ten bucks, yeah. Um, but it's not like you know, and and it's something like I said. If you're somebody who just tears through books, yeah, then it's then it's absolutely worth it because uh, the the selection's pretty decent. But if you're a Prime member, check out the comics selection under Prime Reading. Prime Reading is included uh, with with your Amazon Prime membership, and check out the okay. comics available. Be- and you're gonna be surprised. Like it's not. You know, it's it's like those first volumes of a lot of comics. I mean, a oh, lot damn. of comics. I'm going to check that out. I'm going to check that out. Another one I think you might like is called Spider-Man Life Story. I've never it, heard of this. It's six issues. What it's about hey, – I, I might just send you that one too then. I'm just going to send you my <laughs> comics basically. Um, uh, it's really cool. It's a neat concept where time in the Marvel Universe travels uh, – you know, Peter Parker is not 30 years old. Right. Uh, so basically, 
it happened as if Peter Parker was the age he was whenever it started in the 60s. But in the 90s, for example, when the when the Clone Saga happens, Peter Parker is – how old would he be? 40, uh, 50, 40. something? Yeah, he's yeah. in his 40s or 50s. So it's it's the Marvel it's, – it's his life story, but as if he aged. So they, they Constantined him. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. I've always thought that was an interesting idea. Just have – have a series off by itself that just says, "What if these people got old?" Not like, yeah, not like exactly. old man Logan old, but 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 just something oh, like this. It gets, like it gets old, yeah. No, I, I'm gonna send this to you. I won't say anything more. It's really good. You love Spider Man. I think you'll like it. Um, yeah, it's 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 good shit, dude. It's yeah. uh, it, it, like I'm saying, like I, for whatever reason, thanks, Vince. During oh yeah, d- during this during this um this this whole thing, I wanted to escape, right? I, I used to read comics all the time and I stopped for whatever reason. But like recently I'm like, you know what? That's a good escape. That's a good place to go to and just zone out. Like I said, I've been playing a lot with my little brother, the PlayStation. But when I have time to just like I want to clear my mind, I've been jumping into these comics and I've been absolutely loving it. Uh, a few more that I haven't really got into too much. I'll talk about uh, Deceased by um, – uh, let's see here. Tom Taylor, Trevor and Hairsign, I'm messing up all these names. Rain Burlow. Uh, basically, it is. You know how Marvel had Marvel Zombies? Yeah, Deceased was the DC answer to that, right? It's the DC answer to that, but it's very clever. They're not zombies. It is the anti life equation, like okay. turned on its head to where anyone looking at a screen when this thing went off becomes infected and becomes essentially a zombie. Uh, and so it's a very interesting take on, well, who in the bat family would be consuming social media or who in Superman's family. And like, it's very much a, like an injustice. It's very much its own like little world. Right. Yeah. And from what I understand, it was a limited run. Uh, I don't know. It's been really fun, but like I said, once I started reading Venom, I kind of put everything down. I got Tom King's Mr. Miracle, The Immortal Hawk, and then I have Scott Snyder's Justice League. So I haven't really gotten into anything else yet. Like I said, once I started reading Venom, I was just like, I am hooked on this shit. So we'll, I'll talk about all that next week, um, and I think we'll both talk about uh, Venom and Spider-Man as well, which would be pretty cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's basically what I've been doing to try to keep busy. Uh and you know playing uh warzone with my little brother which has been really cool um we've been really digging that i'm gonna play with him after that you should hop in sometime man i right now i am just i am invested in persona oh yeah yeah that, okay have, let's let's hear it because I, I i jumped back into restarted as well but i want to hear you what what's uh what do you think of it I, i'm telling you what man it for for anybody who's ever wanted to play an anime here you go i i get it I absolutely, yes. like everybody has always said like Persona games are amazing. They're fantastic. They're some of the best mm-hmm. games out there. They're so much fun. And I, I have always just kind of said, okay, cool, y'all do your thing, because right. I've never had the the one thing about games like this. They take time. Yes. And I don't mean they take time overall. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I mean, obviously they do. But you have to put in. You can't just jump in for like, oh, I'm gonna do this thing for an hour and then no. come back to it. No, you have to have a day. Where you're just yeah. like, I'm gonna play Persona, and you have to put hours into. I've, I think I'm like thirty some hours in, and I've completed like two palaces, and there's I think seven altogether. Yes, 
Yes, yeah. Uh, there's an extra one with this version. Uh, but yeah, yeah it, dude, you get I, a there's a calendar day in this where like every day matters. Yes, and I here's here's what cracked me up, and it's why it's it's funny if I I wouldn't have made this joke, you know, like mm-hmm. ten or fifteen years ago because I wouldn't have had the hindsight of just how ridiculous this is. Mm-hmm. But I now understand why so many of a particular kind of bootleg badly translated let's loosely call them dating sim games uh followed this kind of like you have to upgrade your stats you only have so much Mm -hmm. energy you only have so many days i played an (laughs) embarrassing number of those during my high school years and now i get it i'm like oh that's Mm -hmm. just that is a wildly popular kind of gameplay Mm -hmm. mechanic okay i hadn't seen that it is a it is not a western mechanic at all right Right. But I get but I get it. And I think that in a weird way has helped me time manage with this. Where I'm like, oh, I'm used to this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I shouldn't be used to it, but I am. But it's yeah. oh but God, it's so fun. The and the combat is great. And I loved I absolutely loved that, you know, when you get to the second palace and you know, I don't want to say breeze through it, but in relation to the first palace, it's, oh, this thing is so much, it's so much smaller. Like the first, mm-hmm. that whole first, honest to God, I think 14, 15 hours I sunk into this game is like, oh, yeah. this is just the tutorial, basically. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God, man. That first palace is huge. It is, it is. It's massive, but it's designed to mm-hmm. be because it has to walk you through all the different mechanics. And if I... And, and that's what I mean. Right. That's because I tried, I picked up Persona 5 because I had like through the Sony rewards points deal when mm-hmm. it first came out. Cause I was like, I've got all these points. I wasn't really doing anything with them. And I was like, I've heard good things about this. I'll try it. Never even opened it wow. because it was just like, oh, this is just, I didn't have time. And yeah. I knew, I knew what I was going to be getting into. I was like, I, mm-hmm. I do not have time. And I took yeah. that to get when I I'll never forget when I took that to GameStop to trade in. They were like, "How is this brand new?" And I just explained it to them. They're like, "Oh man, right. you're missing out." I was like, yeah. "I get it, but I just I understand that these things are a huge commitment, and I just didn't have that." Like, oh, right. Fair enough. Now right. that you know, fortunately slash unfortunately, I do have that kind of time. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sunk in. Like I yeah. I'm in because also everything is interesting. You know, yeah. it's it's also very anime. It's very yes. like, oh yeah, no, I get it. There's the maid, sure, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's and it yeah, it gets a little cringe. But it's oh, it not... totally gets cringe. A lot of the personas and stuff. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. This demon's got a dick. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's so silly. But I love that. I eat that shit up. It's... Exactly because it's very much of that style. Like it's mm-hmm. just it. They made the game. They made, and that's you know, deal with yeah. it or don't. You know, yeah. Persona just it puts it all out there on its sleeve. Uh, and it's it's very much the classic JRPG, just ramped up to eleven. Oh yeah. Where I feel like a lot of like Final Fantasy, as good as it is, the newer ones have become way more Western. Where Persona's like, nah, we're still owning this. This is still sure they sure Final Fantasy yeah. since you know basically since thirteen has yeah. gone a different way, and it kind of started in twelve a little bit, and I I stress a little bit. Nobody come mm-hmm. at me. But really in 13, you know, they started moving towards a little more action-oriented. Uh, and then, you right. know, 15 was very much that. It was very much an action RPG right. instead of traditional. Um, but yeah, and it's and here's the thing. The the combat in this is is 
is exactly what you want in a JRPG. It's complex, but it's simple. It's oh, and it's beautiful. It is. It's good. The, the the art style in this is 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 phenomenal. I love it. The art, the music, it's all so just. I have perfect. I like this. This would be. This is a. I wonder if that soundtrack is on Spotify anywhere. Because a lot. Oh, I bet. It, that's what cracks me up. Is a lot of soundtracks are on Spotify. Yeah. And that's always kind of been funny to me, but it's just it's music that you can't get away from. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, Persona Five original soundtrack. No, that's one of these. This is what I hate. Like, I really hate. Like, oh, it's here's a playlist. A, here's a playlist that has that's like, oh, it's this thing soundtrack, and then you look and it's like, no, some jerk just threw a bunch of songs together mm-hmm. and stuck some artwork on it. It's like that's not yeah. it at all. But I don't know. It may be on here somewhere, but I'm gonna keep looking. But anyway, in the meantime, it's just yeah. I, I'm just I'm I'm stuck in like i'm in this for the long haul now like good. there's no way good uh, yeah i started it up uh I've, I've only played like maybe about five hours of it but i'm gonna play some more of it so we could talk more about it next week i think that'd be really fun uh to do like a deep dive into it um but yeah man i i loved it i uh, i never really finished persona 4 on the vita um i'm shocked they haven't put that on playstation uh PlayStation Four, like as a like as ten dollar game, right? Or or twenty, you know, for the the yeah. size of these games, I think you could easily get. Oh yeah, because wasn't there also like a a, a was there? Because I know Persona Five Royal is an updated. It's it's basically just kind of like the well, how there used to be like an international version of Final Fantasy games. Well, they, they, there was a Persona Four, and then the one on Vita was a Persona Four Golden, because I think technically Persona Four was a PlayStation Two game, I if th- I'm not mistaken. I think was it two? Was it PS Two or was it PS Three? Let's see. Quick search. Quick Google search. It may well PlayStation have been. Two was yeah. it, and I and I I fully believe that because I can I can yeah. totally see because this art style for as gorgeous as it is, I can totally see working you know at a lower scale. Yeah. Like I, I, and without compromising anything, that's the mm-hmm. beautiful thing about animated games yes. is they can be just fantastic looking and it doesn't, it doesn't, it holds chew. up. Yeah. Yeah. You, you could play this 20 years later and it will still look just as beautiful. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. And persona for the golden on the Vita. I mean, it's an OLED screen. It was gorgeous, uh, to, to play as well. Obviously it's not as robust or whatnot, but like, it's still, was just as big it was still just well maybe persona 5 is a little bit bigger but uh it still took a very long time it was still very much you had days to plan out and the story was really cool it was like a murder mystery thing going on it it's it i'm shocked that that is not maybe playstation 5 i think that's probably what everything's waiting for is because it seems like everything's going to be backwards compatible on that uh hopefully they they put out like a whole persona pack where it's like you know, like how Mario did, where it was like all the Mario games. Here's all the Persona games, because there's a ton that most people have never played. I think most people have played four and five, and then there's an even smaller number of people who played the ones before that. Well, yeah, back when it was actually where you where it wasn't Persona, where you had to find yeah. the original name, where it was just Shimigami Tensei, exactly. and it was and it was so. I've some of those older games are so weird. Right. Oh, right. they're <laughs> weird. Yep. Yep. Not yeah. that the, not that these aren't, but there's a little more cohesion to these. Those, like I, I, I don't remember which one it is, which is basically like, okay, so the world ended, and uh, yeah, y- yeah. Y- y- you have to stop it from ending, but it exactly. already ended. Yeah, but 
where it's like <laughs> right. they in this one they kind of disguise and and maybe it's just a western thing where the the a lot of the references to specific like demons and angels and stuff isn't like it's not right. obvious but in the original right. ones it was straight up like no no you're fighting these particular demons and they have this purpose and blah 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 right yeah you you're probably right that's probably what it was uh, but yeah, man, I love it. I these Persona games, it, 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 I, I love them. I think they're great. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I was afraid you might not like it. I, it I'm, might be I'm too glad much. I'm enjoying it too. Like it, yeah. It, it, I because I had the time to invest in it. I said yeah. any other time I wouldn't have because it would have been like, oh my god, I've played this game for an hour and a half and this cat's still talking. But right. oh, the cat, <laughs> yeah, he's great. <laughs> I would have. I was just. I'm and I'm having a real Frieza moment with with this cat. Yeah, <laughs> because I keep thinking like, wait, he, he, he. Right, right. Because the voice is not a he. Right, right, right. And I, and it's just, it, and also because the cat's name is Morgana, which is decidedly a female name. Right. But, you know, it's just like, okay, cool, whatever, do you think? I, you, you're a cat. <laughs> Go for it. Like, I'm, right. I'm, I'm on board. I'm, I'm yep. in. And that's a very different, you know, when. You know, as you could, and I'm sure you add more than just the people that you have. You know, you add right. one before you go to the second palace, and I don't know how many more right. you add. I haven't looked because I always kind of want to be surprised. I'm like my yeah. my walkthrough version of this is very limited. You know, because yeah. I am just I'm just stuck in. I don't want a story beat for beat thing. Like here's some. I like the ones that are like I'll do a I'll do like the the palace walkthroughs where it's like yeah. hey make sure you don't forget this kind right, of thing right, uh, right. but i don't want like, like these I'm, are crucial yeah exactly where it's like and especially with the will seeds where it's like no no yeah. these are over here it's like all right cool i got you i got you yeah um yeah but um i completely lost my train of thought oh but it's just you know as i, I hope you start adding more people to your party like yes. you would with a traditional jrpg because right. uh, yeah. the first you know the first next person you add where it's like oh that's goemon that's a very different goemon than i grew up with <laughs> Right, like the right. The Super Nintendo version, and even the N sixty four version. The what was it? The Mystical Ninja Goemon. I was like, that's right. a real different look. <laughs> right, right. But right. I just, I'm, I am, I am, so, I am absolutely enjoying it. I'm having a blast with it, which, which is fantastic because it's also something like I, you know, with everything going on, I haven't been tired. Yeah. So, you know, I've been able to, to put in, you know, we get done recording this and it'll be, you know, nine o'clock or whatever. And I'll be, I've, I've seen way too many sunrises because oh, I just, really? like, I just don't sleep. Like, and it's, oh, wow. it's oh, and it sucks. Even when I've got to get up for work, it's like, I'm just not tired. So I've had this yeah. and it's just like, all right, cool. I'll just jump in here and, 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 and dive into this for, you know, six, seven hours at a time. That's good. But you know and trying to trophy hunt on top of that not necessarily Ooh. with persona because i like i'm i'm just i'm just Ooh. having fun with the mechanics yeah. and the story and enjoying that i'm i'm and knowing that like all that stuff carries over to a new game plus i think on a second playthrough i mm. might try to platinum it um yeah oh man <laughs> but you know we'll we'll see but yeah i picked up um the classic edition of Far Cry 3, because it was 15 bucks on the PlayStation Store. Okay. The the classic edition for PS4 is just the single-player side. Okay. Um, they took out the co-op and the multiplayer, which is fine by me, because I'm not a multiplayer guy anyway. 
Yeah. Um, so I, at some point, if I if I start getting burnt out on Persona, I'll jump into Far Cry, and that one I'll I'll trophy hunt for sure. Um, and also Thief from way back, which I feel like was a launch title for the PS. Oh yeah. Um, was like three dollars. Oh wow. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll buy that. They've got a because they've got a nice. It's like a deals. It's like games under twenty right now going on. Okay. And it's worth it's worth looking into that and the uh, hidden gems sale. They've got two they've got two sales going on right now. And they're not they're not terrible. They're not they're not bad sales. Um, oh okay. Because things like the Bioshock collection are on sale and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um but it, yeah, t- definitely something to look into if anybody's looking for hey, I've I've played everything. What do I do now? Check check out the PlayStation store because uh, of these deals they've got going on. See if there's something that that jumps out at you. Yeah. What I saw, uh, there was a big sale on Steam. Who's what's the company that makes uh, t- Tomb Raider? Uh, Square Enix. I think it's Square Enix is a big sale. They have basically like the it, it's what like the Square Enix catalog for sixty bucks or something. It's a it's, it's a, like fifty games for fifty dollars, or I think there might be like fifty plus games. But yes, yeah, it's yes, a massive. It's, I did I did remember seeing that. Yeah, it's like the Guacamole games, the Tomb Raider games. All the way back to like old fucking old school games, uh, yeah. but yeah, it, it looks it looks pretty cool. So uh, definitely check that out. Um, yeah, I kind of want to pull that one up and just see. Oh, yeah. oh okay. It was uh, no no. Uh, uh, Steam deals get fifty games. Um, Square Enix games for fifty dollars plus a ton of great indies. It's still going on right now. It says. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh here's full list of it. Now we're talking. Here's the list. Yeah. It it did not send me where I wanted to go. It says alongside the alongside the Killer Square Enix deal, Steam is also currently running an indie mega booth sale with deals over 150 indie games as well. So nice. here I'll will send this to you. Um, but yeah, that was pretty neat. Um, are there like there's some big there's some big games coming out pretty soon. We got um, Last of Us. Right yeah, around the corner. It, it's yeah, they've they finally decided on on that one coming out. It's gonna be uh, June nineteenth. Yeah. Um, well should we jump into the game news or should we actually let's let's actually take should we take a step back and get into movie news first? Yeah, we'll do this down the line, why not? Okay. Because cool. um, we had Star Wars Day, so we had some we had some pretty big Star Wars news, I think. Oh yeah. Uh very, very excited to to see that uh, they're like, hey, we, we're gonna we're obviously gonna keep making Star Wars movies because duh. Uh so who do we get to to write and direct the next one? Uh and I imagine there was a list of people who were just like, Well, all right, obviously we want it to make money. Okay, sure. But we also want it to be quirky because Star Wars fans like quirky. Okay. Um uh, we also maybe given the year we've had probably should try to find somebody who can do this for a low budget. Okay. And just on and on down the list. And you're like who in the hell fits all these? And I imagine like Taika just strolling by the office completely out of context, just on his way, just on his way past this meeting for something else. Who the hell knows what? And everybody just stops and just like at sitcom moment, everybody just stops and stares and it like follows him as he walks by and he just stops and sees everybody and has that goofy ass grin because Taika has the most like silly smile on the planet and just waves, hi, and keeps walking, and they're just like, "Yeah, he'll do. That'll work. That's perfect." <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. I'm, I'm excited for a Taika Waititi Star Wars film. I'm very excited for this. Yeah, yeah. This is you know, uh, we've all seen uh, Mandalorian, and some of our favorite episodes uh, was the one he did. Oh or, yeah. yeah. 
the, a, lot, a lot of people it, it's one of those things like his comedy hits for me a, a lot of people it might not but i loved for um god th- that type of humor is just so good um yeah man i i can't wait for this 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 was a just uh no brainer yeah you know, it, it, this was just absolutely perfect um i i can't wait for this now they didn't really say um uh what it's going to be about or anything like that but i thought it was pretty cool also uh who's going to be co-writing it cuz i think she did um uh 1917 right yeah there there was give me a minute and i can tell you uh cuz i did not I, I didn't grab her name it's late uh hang on i just had it uh shit where to go it was literally just on this page uh oh, yeah. Leslie Headland. There we go. Yes. No wait, that's the uh that's the uh she's doing a Russian doll. She did she did Russian doll. She's doing the new Disney Plus series. Uh Christy Whatever. Wilson Carnes. There it is. That's it. Yes. yes. It's, yeah. I I jumped the paragraph. I was like, "No, nah, it's Taika, it's Taika, it's no. Oh no, there it is. Okay, yeah." Yeah. Yeah, I, I man, it's there a lot of this talent like a lot of them are young. A lot of them are different than what they normally have, yeah. and I think that's great. Um, uh, I think that's awesome. Um, I, I I can't wait. This was all great news. Now I, I, we've talked about this a little bit. You're not too far in the Clone Wars, are you? No, no. I am. I am familiar though. If if we're gonna talk about Bo Katan, we can do that for a second because she was also in okay. Rebels. Yes. Yes. She yes. made. Yes. She made a return in Rebels, and Katie Sackoff has voiced. I think voiced her in both series if i'm not mistaken yes and yes. so they're like hey do you want to play that character on the mandalorian refresh my memory you've seen all of rebels mm-hmm. but but not clone wars gotcha okay right i've barely like i've barely scratched the surface on i think i'm like 10 episodes into clone wars maybe okay um, but i've seen rebels... rebels twice i loved rebels right right okay okay so yeah so man you oof, i hope go just go watch the last four episodes of clone wars because it's so it's so good. This whole last season was really great, but especially the last four episodes, that is how you end a series. That is how you put a bow on it, you know, and I, you know, it's, we all know what happened. Disney, everything went down. Suddenly we got like some final episodes on Netflix. They didn't really get the conclusion they wanted to. And then of course it went on to Rebels, which was kind of acted as a, uh, hey, let's carry on some of these storylines. But they didn't get the send off that they really wanted, and this was such a great way to do that. Yeah. Um, and it's man, the the animation and the way they tell the story, it is night and day compared to what they started with. And it, it's one of those things like I think pretty much when Clone Wars started, there was a lot of hate for it. Um, a lot of people didn't like the animation style. They thought, well, this is very childish. This, this exactly. isn't for me. It's, it's, it's a children's show. And it's like, yeah, have you seen Star Wars? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's Space Wizards for Children. Uh, yeah. So the, 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 the thing is, is it, it grew. And with, with like Ahsoka, for example, people hated her at first. And it was one of those things where like you had to give her a chance because she – as a character, she grows. She grows from this like yeah, that's the whole spunky right, right. Yeah. She, she, you, you see her become an adult uh, and grow into that through this. And by this episode, the the transformation from just seeing it from the first to this, and the decisions that she makes in this, 
and like oh my god it's it it's night and day something compared to like i don't i don't even know like uh i don't know another show where it it's just this was so well planned out um and I loved what they did with her character. I loved what they did with Rex and everything else in the show. It was so good. So um, whenever you catch up with that, let's talk about that because I absolutely loved it. I have, you know, I have a feeling that, you know, Mandalorian is pretty much the next season seeming like it's going to pick up a lot of these stories from Rebels, uh, which is cool, especially with Katie Sackhoff joining and, you know, uh, rumor has it Boba Fett as well yeah they've they've added uh tamira morrison who played Django in in attack of the clones and so everybody's going oh my god boba fett i'm just like let's let's take this with with caution here not necessarily a grain of salt couldn't it be rex am i not like am i maybe my my brain's not functioning right now but like he doesn't necessarily have to be playing boba fett no no and i don't think that he is but I, yeah i don't i don't know i rex would be an odd addition i think well i mean rumor has it rosie dawson aren't they trying to get her to play uh oh yeah they have soka like there were right? there were talks or she was confirmed or or something i think it i don't know if it ever got past talks officially i don't see why he couldn't be rex he's a clone he looks just, you know so I, I i either way i would be happy with either one um or both and who knows he could be playing both for all we know we, we, we have no idea right uh, so it's it, it's fun to speculate responsibly to set right expectations uh he could be neither who knows maybe he's like a weird character we've never met before they're just putting him in there with makeup on but no uh i'm excited for all this news i can't wait for it uh like like you said i watched the uh the gallery episode which i think it's going to be like seven or eight episodes, but the first one with all the creators where they sit down and talk to them about what the show meant to them and doing it. And they all are very different backgrounds uh, and how, how it came together for them. And it was just really cool to sit down and watch. I love that stuff. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I don't know. I, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. What other, did, was there any other star Wars news that came out that day? I think that's, I think that was, that was really it. Yeah, um, I think they announced like the, they showed the Lego game artwork there. I, I, I have a feeling they were saving stuff for celebration, but I, I don't see that happening. No, especially because, I mean, didn't Cal- California came out and was just kind of like, hey, we may extend this lockdown for a while. Yeah, so I, I like I know that it's it was supposed to be in August, but I, I, I don't I, like it's not. going to happen. Think, I think if Disney, if I was in charge of this. I would totally do this. I would still have celebration, but it would all be online. Yeah. Just like how they're doing uh, uh, San Diego. I would be like, hey, look, guess what? None of us can make it to celebration this year. We're going to bring celebration to you. We're going to have live panels. Uh, it's going to be, you know, where basically they're just doing, you know, webcams or whatever. It's basically but... just going to be like a Zoom conference mixed with an AMA. Exactly. You get you get the actors, you get the the writers, you 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 do you know, you have your Marvel panel, you have your uh you know, for the comics, you have the books, uh you have the writers, you put Timothy's on on there, you have the actors. Uh it would be really cool to sit down and it's just spend an hour talking to Hayden Christensen or or to George Lucas or to any of these people that are attached to it now. Um 
that's how you do it. You, you pivot it to say, we're going to bring celebration to you. Uh, and, and, and take, the, you know, we'll do it on a Sunday or Saturday, take the day off, have fun, watch it and, you know, be involved. There's chat, whatever. That's how you do that. Uh, instead, you know, and you get other creators involved. That's how you, you get other, you know, YouTube, you get like star Wars explained and all these other people involved. You have a trivia standoff. You do, you do something creative like that. I think, I, I hope they go in that direction. Uh, instead of like two months ahead of time, we're, we're waiting to find out. Don't cancel your reservations. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I, I couldn't even imagine. I could not imagine. If, if you are planning to go to Celebration, do yourself a favor. Cancel your reservation. Take that money. Go buy some books or games or whatever with it. Don't – I wouldn't plan on going there this year. Uh, wait a year or two when things are back to normal. Uh, it'll – you know, once once things have calmed down. But I don't know. It, I hope they do something like that. We did get some other cool news though from Disney. Uh, you want to go ahead and take this next one? Yeah, man. Um, and I think a lot of this was because, uh, in the Heights, which was, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's first big Broadway thing, Mm -hmm. uh, the movie version of that was supposed to come out, I think like this month, next month. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and they bumped it to summer of next year. Yeah. The thing was then after that, it's like, well, Hey, you know, Disney had the rights to, to the, uh, to the, to the filmed stage production of Hamilton that, you know, the Mm -hmm. thing of like they, the dynamically filmed. So it was like part live audience, part not, but it was all the stage show, um, kind of production. They've done that for, for, for a lot of, of, uh, productions over the years. Um, but so Disney had the rights to that and it was supposed to come out in 2021. And I'm sure they looked at that and went, well, hell, that means we got to push it to 2022 and that's another year gone. And it's already not quite the giant, you know, pop culture phenomenon that it was just a year ago, even. So we're just going to put it on Disney plus on July 3rd this year. Yeah. (laughs) So, so smart. Don't wait too long to put this out there. Everyone's cooped up in their homes. Do it. Uh, And as much as this has been hyped, most people haven't seen it, right? Because it's not as accessible to... Everybody's record... You know, I mean, everybody's worn out the cast album, you know. Right. Back to front and sideways, the whole deal. Absolutely. But it's not something that's been widely actually viewed. Um, Right. So this is... And to do it, you know, the day before the 4th of July, I think is is extra clever. Uh, Absolutely. But it's just... I think this is fantastic, and I get it. Disney's, you know, everybody's going to say, well, they're taking a loss because this would have made a ton of money at the box office. And it would have. But I really think that in terms of of capitalizing on this as a phenomenon, I think it mm-hmm. would have been a year, maybe even two, too late if they'd had it come out in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is smart. I think this is the right way to do it because I think the the you don't have to spend the marketing on it this way also you know the mm-hmm. marketing for this would have justifiably been through the roof but it would have cost a small fortune yeah this way you kind of eliminate that cost you know you, mm-hmm. you don't have you know you're not technically generating revenue off of it nobody's buying tickets for it but this is definitely going to kick up disney plus subscriptions like those oh, yeah. numbers are going to bump again yeah there's there's oh, no yeah. doubt absolutely people are going to want to see that um, so I'm, sure. yeah, hell yeah. Um, I am super excited for it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Um, what other movie news? We got some Universal news here. Universal really put their foot in their mouths, and I have been. This this is where I've unfortunately kind of been that guy on the mm-hmm. internet where I've seen so many news organizations that stopped at AMC says they're not airing Universal films anymore. It's like there's more mm-hmm. to the story than that. That literally happened an hour or two after the part of the story they're reporting on that they didn't report on until, you know, a couple or a few days after this. Like this all took place over an afternoon essentially. And yeah. places were still yeah. only doing half the story. Like, that's just shoddy mm-hmm. work, you know? Um, so what happened was, Universal, the, the, the was it, the president or whoever it was, I don't know the type, president, CEO, whatever, of Universal, Jeff Shell, I believe was his name, looked at the fact that Trolls World Tour did great numbers and drew the absolute wrong conclusion from it, which was to say, we're, you know, moving forward, we are looking at, he didn't say definitively, but he, he intoned that there was a possibility they were going to look at doing simultaneous theater and digital releases. Mm-hmm. Now, for some movies, some of the smaller films, some indie films, that's not a problem because they're not going to make really anybody any money. So right. there's not a lot of, like, that doesn't have a huge impact on things. Mm-hmm. But for larger movies, and especially larger studios, that's a no-no. You know, right. you have the ninety days. Deal mm-hmm. with it. Like that's, and you'll find movies that come out on day ninety-one on digital. You know, that's fine. They but they get their three months in the theaters. Been that way forever. Still gonna keep being that way. Get over it. That's how it goes. But he mentioned they may just they may forego that. They they were looking at it. Blah blah blah. So was it Adam Aaron, the uh, CEO of AMC, came out and politely, in a way, well, not so much in a way, uh, kind of said, uh, "Eat me," uh, <laughs> right? Which was, you know, his way of saying, "Look, if you're going to just screw us over like this, then we're just not going to carry your movies. Right. Deal with that." And and that and here's the thing. That's where most of the reporting on it from, like, actual, like, TV news stations or whatnot ended. When what happened really just over the course of the next couple hours was Regal jumped on board and said, yeah, don't screw us like this. Uh, we won't carry movies either. Uh, right. Because, and, and because, duh, nobody, you know, for as much as everybody keeps saying, oh, movie theaters are dying out, movie theaters are dying out. Uh, Endgame wouldn't have made $3 billion if it didn't have movie theaters. You'll never right. change my mind on that. Uh, F9, the Fast Saga Part 1A, is would not do as much money if people are just going to sit around and rent it off Amazon or iTunes as it will in IMAX. Just right. a just a fact. Um, right. You know, big budget movies. It's why Wonder Woman and Mulan are not going, did not go direct to streaming. You know, movies right. still do money in movie theaters. Sorry mm-hmm. for everybody who thinks streaming has dethrone the mega multiplex industrial system. It's just not happening anytime soon. Right. Uh, so then Shell came out and walked it back in the most just ridiculous way possible, saying people misunderstood his intentions. We have we're not actually going to be, you know, bucking the established system, blah 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 blah. He got called on it. He said, right. hey, you know, we think we can we can do better and he de- I don't think he expected the swift and very unforgiving response. I right. think he thought 
oh, we have the higher ground because one movie that we put out digitally did really good numbers. Let's talk mm-hmm. about, you know, the fact that A, nobody had any movies coming out because movie theaters are closed. And B, it was a kid's movie, so every parent on the planet bought or rented it to keep their kids entertained with something new for two hours. Right. Like, that was just, it was a, it was, it was brilliant for them to put it out on streaming, and they made hella money doing it. But mm-hmm. it was a, it was the right product at the right time. And it's not a sustainable business model for a studio like Universal to think they could just go to day and date digital, and it would be fine. It wouldn't work. Well, I think it was situational. Like, I obviously, yeah. it's the pandemic that you know. So it, it, it makes it made sense for that movie to happen the way it did. And sure, to, absolutely. And nobody yeah. is mad at Universal for Trolls coming out digitally, or Sco- you know, Scoob comes out in a couple of days. You know, right. Warner Brothers said, "Look, we had a release date, and instead of bumping it or kicking it down the road, we're going to put it out on digital because this is still going on." Nobody is is nobody is mad at the studios who had movie, you know, uh, uh, Artemis Fowl is another one. Artemis Fowl is going to come out on Disney plus. I think that's going to be a boon for that because I think that movie would have tanked at the box office. So it works out for everybody, but you know, nobody is mad about movies that were supposed to come out now being pushed to digital services. That is completely understandable. But the idea that we can just do whatever we want with our movies. Well, you know, I mean, sure, in a sense, you can. They yeah. are your movies. But if you want to use our services and our theaters to exhibit your movies, you know, you kind of have to play by our rules a little bit. Right. You know, and even, you know, even Disney, with as much as they, you know, as, as documented as they are when it comes to, to pressuring theaters, you know, there were the reports when... Uh, what was it when the last Jedi came out where it was like, they were asking, they were, they they were basically demanding a bigger chunk of the receipts and you know, nobody was going to tell them no because it was star Wars. Right. It's, you can't, there are very select times you can play that card and let's, you know, let's be honest. That was also kind of a, a a jerk thing to do. You know, I'm not sticking up for that in the slightest, but Mm -hmm. there are times you can only push that so far when eventually it does behoove you to, re- to to recognize that big, you know, big blockbuster type movies are always going to do better in theaters because nobody has IMAX at home. You know, right. sorry, it's it's just not going to happen. Fast 9 is going to be better in theaters. Ghost, the next Ghostbusters movie is going to be better in theaters. The big movies do better in theaters. Right. They're just going to because that's the experience. I mm-hmm. wish smaller budget movies did better. I, I really do. Um, I'm not entirely opposed to the idea of smaller budget films uh, potentially having lower ticket prices. I think yeah. there's there's something to be considered there. You know, a standard mm-hmm. movie ticket is like $11, depending on your market. Some places are higher, some places are a little lower. I think that should be... Yeah. I mean, I, it's kind of like going to a concert. You're going to pay more money to see... Uh, giant big artist than you would if you're gonna go see someone that's more indie exactly or a tr- or a tribute band you know like yep. Or, a, yep. or let me rephrase a reunion because a lot of reunion tours i'll put it that way don't you know like well, you're gonna pay a hell of a lot more for a taylor swift ticket than you are for a guns and roses ticket right now right like right, right. that's you know but guns and roses was great yeah 30 f- freaking years ago 
40 right, years right, ago. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, I mean, like, but even, like, the, it, I think the indie, it's, you're, you're going to pay, uh, you know, 20 bucks to go see an indie band at the local House of Blues. Yeah. And, but if you go see, like you said, Taylor Swift, you can pay a couple hundred. You know, right. I, I, I think that would actually be a good compromise for those studios. And to I, be think like, th- I think that's fair because pre- – and especially with premium format tickets. You know, IMAX and Dolby and, and uh, a- what's Regal's HDX, you know, there's an upcharge to those. When, when, when do you think they'll do the com- combination? When do you think they'll do where if you go to the movie theater and you drop, I don't know, 30 or $40 – you get to see the movie there, and you get a code to watch the movie on digital whenever when it releases. Never, never, never. You don't think they'll ever do that? Nope, I don't. Because well, I think what, it's. I think what it's, do they have to lose? The 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 whole idea of well, I can just wait until it comes out. Then I'll wait. No, until no, no. You're you're. No, I, the idea is that you're going to the theater. The idea is that you can only get this if you go to the theater and watch it in the theater. You get the ticket price. But you get like a really discounted version, and you get the digital code. But then the because the problem is, uh, studios want to make money twice. The studio is going to want to make you pay right. the full price to go see it in the theaters, I, and then pay full price to buy I, it digitally. I guess the why the, the reason I was thinking that is because that's how digital music, comic books, it, movies, you get a code when you buy it. So I was just thinking, you if you had some sort of relationship with the movie theater where if you paid a little bit of extra. You not only get to see the Avengers, you know, opening night or whatever, but maybe you make it limited. Maybe you make it for like the first weekend. You make it as an incentive to get everybody out there that first weekend. If you go this first weekend, your your ticket comes with a code to digitally download it when it releases. Yeah, but- that would be major for, for studios and for the theaters. It'd be packed. <sighs> yes, but... Just an idea. It's, it's, I, it's, it's a thought, but the... Here's here there there the couple issues with that though is that the opening weekend is always the biggest anyway, right? Like that should be almost like a second run deal. Okay. You know? Like okay. it's had it's had a month out, and you know find a weekend where it's it's not going to do so great and there's no big competition and then offer that incentive. You know if you haven't seen it yet, come out now. Blah blah blah. But I there's there's also the idea that then you know because studios. You know the the business of the movie business is business, so they're yeah. they're not gonna want they they're gonna want to take they're gonna want their take of the the box office, and then they're gonna want you to say, man, the movie was amazing. I can't wait till it comes out on digital or on Blu-ray or whatever, so that then you go to the store or you go online and you buy it again. You know they yeah. they're they're not gonna gonna lump those two revenue streams together because they're not. The, the the sum of the parts will not equal what it would be. It's it, it Hello? Would, yeah. I still got you. You there? Logan? You don't have me. Oh, yeah. You you dipped out. Oh, no. Oh, I ran away. Uh, Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. It, it, I Suddenly you went mute, so I couldn't hear you. Weird. But. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all right. But yeah, yeah no, just, I I hear you. That that yeah. makes sense. Maybe maybe like a second run, like you said. Maybe it's like a hey, if you go out, you know, it's been out for a few weeks, but if you go out this weekend, we have a disc, we have like a deal. I don't know. I I'm just trying to think of a way to get because that's what like I, I wonder how much that helps movies or comic book sales where it's like, nah, you get the digital thing as well. Well, but there's uh, how but much of an incentive a, that is to people. Here's the thing though, that's a whole other thing because those those codes come with the physical copies you get. 
so they're not they're not losing anything on yeah. you've already bought the thing here's just a different right. version of it you know like uh, it's right. it's nothing extra it's nothing special you've already bought the thing that's that makes yeah. sense uh, it's it's two yeah. yeah between box office and and actually owning it are two very different revenue streams, and also yeah you're right you're and right. and here's another thing exhibitors would hate it because if you're gonna buy a thirty dollar ticket so you can go see a movie and then get the digital and get a, a code for a digital pre order then that extra money is stuff you don't have to spend on concessions which is where the the exhibitors make their money you know you're right you're right you're right. So it's it's an interesting thought, yeah. but I don't like. There's I there, there's too many there's too many issues with it. I think there's I think I will say this. I think there's a way to do that with smaller budget films. I think that that may be where that idea okay. lands. I think with the blockbusters, you're going to get everybody out there regardless. But I think some of the smaller budget films, uh, I think that's. You know, di- you know, I think something like well, like anything A twenty four does. I think th- there might be a way to do that there. You know, something that a studio okay. knows is not going to make a lot of money. That might be something to look into that at, at, at that instance, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be neat. There's, there's, there's a, there it's, it's, it's not a terrible idea across the board. I didn't think about with the, uh, yeah. I didn't think about the smaller, the smaller budget titles, but the ones yeah. that, where like we know this is going to be a flop, or we know yeah, this thing it, isn't going to make money, it, it's not the worst idea in the world. Yeah, like if A twenty four was just like, hey, come see our movie this weekend, and we'll we'll give you this extra, you know, you'll be able to download it digitally on any any platform you you want later on. Because I mean, I don't know, uh, I think it'd be dope. Or rent it, maybe like a rental. Like here's a code to rent it. Yeah. Uh, but that'd probably be easier for him. Cool, 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 cool. What else we got? We, we got some Universal news. We got what is this? GI Joe. Yeah, they're developing a reboot because, of course, they are. <laughs> How were there? There were two movies, right? There and there are still there were two, and there are going to be two moving forward. This is not going to compromise the Snake Eyes spinoff that has been in production forever. This, what? Yeah. They did they did G.I. Joe and then they did Rise of Cobra and then they talked about and they actually put in pre production a a spin off about Snake Eyes. And Oh, is it gonna be Ray Park? I don't know. I hope so. Um Was it Ray Park that did Snake Eyes? It was. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um but that was that was talked about, it was in pre production. I think it's still somewhere in 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 the development process. Uh, but it's been a while since I've heard anything about it. The last thing I heard okay. was that was when they announced this reboot, it would be, it's, it's not the snake eyes movie. That is a separate production. So, Oh, Ray Park's not going to be in it. It's oh. going to be Henry Golding from crazy rich Asians. Oh, didn't he, but didn't he, he was in, wasn't he snake eyes? I thought Ray Park was Snake Eyes. He, no. Or was he, was he, maybe I'm getting the characters mixed up because I don't yeah. know the G.I. Joe characters. Yeah, because I am too. He was, I'm pretty sure he was the, the, the evil one. I can't fucking tell you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He was the evil version of Snake Eyes. That's uh, right. That's right. No, wait. He was Snake Eyes. I just Eyes. remember. He was. Oh, 
Oh, okay. I so remember the, there were two characters that looked similar. Yeah, there were. There was. There <laughs> I don't was, know. There was Snake Eyes and and the and the evil Snake Eyes who I cannot I cannot remember character name. I'm sorry. Um, but no, Ray Park yeah. did play Snake Eyes. So are they just? Re- I guess okay. they're just recasting him. Ah, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Storm uh, Shadow is that the other guy? I I maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I never played with. Yeah, I think Storm Shadow was the. Uh, yeah, it was like all in white. Yeah, yeah, it's Storm Shadow. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Cool. Um, um, yeah, GI Joe. Um, what else we got? Um, there's uh, LeBron James confirmed the Space Jam sequel. Uh, he had, he oh had, yeah, he, well, I mean, he had a hat. Um, I like that's the, right. That's I like right. the title. I kind of like the title, Space Jam: A New Legacy. I'm I'm yep. o- I'm okay with that over Space Jam Two or something like that. I'm I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But um, this this next thing though, I thought looked awesome. Yeah, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, it's oh, it's gonna be weird i mean it's jordan peele and jj abrams so it's gonna be weird it's it's gonna be weird creatures hunting black people in racist country like that's that's gonna be the show basically and i'm kind of here for that like i it's gonna be really bizarre uh yeah but you know thank god it's on hbo right right it's a produced by monkey paw productions and bad robots so it's like a collaboration between yeah that's uh, like you said jordan peele and jj abrams which is an awesome it's a great um, pairing combination yeah yeah uh, misha green is going to be the uh showrunner for it um yeah no dude it, it 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 looks awesome it like you said it's a mixture of the hp lovecraft stuff but also like the racist stuff that's kind of surrounding his work yeah uh that it's it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see. I think it's gonna be good. HBO just knocking it out of the park with that trailer. That's uh I think that's in August, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So that should be good. Yeah. That should be good. Uh, it's, I'm I'm excited just because I I really think they were like who were the two most creative people they can think of, and they came up with J.J. Abrams and Jordan Peele and just said mm-hmm. great, let's get them together. And yeah. here you go. And I think this is kind of yeah. Like, I I would I, it would take because everybody's wanted you know something genuinely Lovecraft forever, and it's always been like mm-hmm. nobody's really been able to tap it. And it's like it's it, it it took it didn't just take two people; it took these two. Like it makes sense right. that if you were like we're yeah. gonna do something really Lovecraftian, it would take these two particular producers to do it. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. just I think it's great. Uh, I'm excited. It's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be weird and creepy and and interesting, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, we've already talked about the Star Wars, uh, the new Disney series. Yeah. Um, by the Russian doll creator. Uh, what's the what's this National Treasure news? So, uh, we already know that they're doing a National Treasure three. That was talked about. We talked about that a couple months ago, um, and it's in the pre-production mm-hmm. stage. They're also doing a Disney Plus series. It's not going to star Nicolas Cage. It's going to be somebody different. Um, and it's going to run kind of parallel to the movie. And there was talk about maybe blending them down the road or what have you. But 
So for everybody who's waiting for and National... that actor is Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't, uh, who don't... who would you who would you want to take over the National Treasure series? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Shia LaBeouf is not the worst answer in the world. I know. I, I said it as a joke, but then I thought, you know yeah, what? I like I like his new the work that he's been doing. The more you think about it, did you see? You saw Honey Boy, right? Uh, not Honey Boy, but I did see. Uh, uh, God, I was gonna say, Oh, brother, we're out there, but that's not it. No, uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, yeah. Between <laughs> it's that kind and of country, and, kind of <laughs> yeah. Watch, watch. Honey yeah. Boy. I think Honey Boy's on Amazon Prime. Awesome. Uh, it's yes, worth check it out. Yeah, absolutely I'm, check it out. It's. Oh, it's, yeah, it's good. It's it's really you can definitely tell like this was, you know, because the narrative of it is, you know, this was the script he wrote when he was in rehab and it, you know, and then he was like, hey, we can make this a movie. And it very much like you can absolutely see like, oh, yeah, no, this was clearly a therapy session as a script. Yeah. And it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, but cool. I, you know, that yeah. I, honestly, that's not the worst idea on the planet. Um, yeah, I, oh man, I had somebody and I lost it. I don't know. Come back to me. I'll, I'll remember it eventually. Probably not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a piece of TV news that's not on here. Um, that I can't believe I forgot to put on here. Uh, IMDB is doing like kind of has like their own channel their own streaming channel now. Um, and right now it's largely just like commercial. It's, it's commercial. It's basically just like Hulu with ads in a sense. Yeah. But they have some good stuff on there. Um, I think they just added lost to it. Oh, wow. Um, but there's, yeah. So there, like, there's a handful of like actual, like re- it's not just like, Oh, we dug oh, up cool. old shows that nobody really charges a lot for the rights to. Like there's, there's actually really good stuff mm-hmm. on there. Uh, and it's a, f- yeah. it's, I think it's a free channel entirely. I know it's included with Amazon prime, but it's got ads. So I think it's, I think IMDb TV is a free streaming channel okay. um, because of the cool. ads. But one of the series that they have on there that I encourage absolutely everyone to check out is a show called leverage came out a handful okay. of years ago. It was on TNT. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's basically it, it, it's kind of a, a it, it's Robin Hood-ish in a sense. It's a group of thieves steal from corrupt rich people, blah, blah, blah. It's it's kind of a trite pitch, but the characters of it are what make it a, a fantastic show. Ran five seasons. Uh, and it's really, really good. And TNT at the time was doing the shortened, was doing the ha- like the half season episode orders. So like each season okay. I think is only like 10, 12 episodes absolutely okay. worth the watch i loved it when it came out it was fantastic uh imdb imdb tv has it on their service the numbers cool. they and they've they've been very open about like it's one of their most streamed shows so oh, wow. th- one of their like their in-house production under amazon studios as a banner they're doing a follow-up series to leverage and oh, nice. they've confirmed most of the old cast is returning for it. And I am tremendously hyped. Um, oh, wow. The, uh, a couple of standout names from it. Uh, Aldous Hodge is on it. He was on, uh, he was, oh, help me out here. He was, I think, MC Wren in Straight Outta Compton. He's been on, oh, wow. he's been on and in a couple of other things. Uh, since Leverage, his star has 
gradually started to come up, which is great because he is fantastic. Uh, Mark Shepard is also on this. Mark Shepard, who was always, you know, that evil British guy in freaking everything. Uh, right, was, right, right. He was Crowley on Supernatural. He was... I see uh, Jerry Ryan and Will Wheaton's in it as well. Uh, Will Wheaton has a recurring has a recurring guest role. Uh, he's fantastic. Gotcha. He's a, he's, he's an evil hacker. He's great. Uh, he's, he's okay. hilarious. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, Jerry Ryan is a season two regular and then has a couple guest okay. spots after. Um, I'm trying to think there was, I'm trying to think if there was somebody else. Um, but you have, it's great because there's a lot of, uh, Brett Spiner guest stars on an episode, um, oh, and I cool. think, and I think it's because Jonathan Frakes directed some of the episodes. Okay. Um, so oh, that makes sense. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of Star Wars connections There's Star Trek connections. God, I can't believe I did that. Um, there's a couple Star yeah. Wars connections too, but yeah, it's really, it's a really good show. And I, I, I absolutely recommend anybody check it out. Uh, IMDB TV has it on there all five seasons and the ads are short, you know, it's like, here's, here's like a I minute and a half of ads. So, yeah, I was looking at their Wikipedia and there were some weird like facts on it. Like, oh, yeah, I guess it's saying that it was shot in red one video cameras, but it was all edited in Apple's Final Cut Pro. Yeah. For, so I don't know why any of that information's on there. Because, because things like that are odd. Like, they're, yeah. you know, Final Cut Pro is is it, it's just kind of one of those where you just go, OK, that's sure. You, right? you can do that. Um, you know, pretty, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of a thing where everybody just talks about the Avid because Avid is the standard editing everything. So when anything's right. not done on that, it's, it's always a little, a little odd, Right. but it was TNT. Yeah. It was, it's, you know, it's fairly low ish budget. Like it's not tremendously extravagant. It's a drama. It's a, it's a heist drama. Every episode is a heist. Right. And I think that's why I loved it because every episode is a heist. It's fabulous i really really i can't recommend that show highly enough it's so good yeah it's an extensive use of the steady cam helped the audience participate in the scene so yep. i don't know it's cool sounds cool definitely definitely worth yeah. checking out if you've got time absolutely yeah for sure absolutely uh speaking of tnt i saw they had a show that like a snow piercer show yeah it uh, based on that universe yeah based on uh oh i forgot his name that's terrible Dude just won like every Academy uh, Award and I can't remember his damn name. Because that was what blew me away. I didn't make that connection at first. I was just like, oh, cool. You know, when he was winning everything for Parasite and I was just like, all right, that's awesome, blah, blah, blah. And then when I saw that he did right. Snowpiercer, I was like, oh, this suddenly makes yeah. a lot more sense. Uh, Bong Joon-ho. I had to, I had to Bong look Bong Joon-ho, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, TNT's been working on this for a while now and it's finally uh i think it comes out this is it this week cool i think it comes out this week um yeah but i don't know we'll see i'm curious to see how that works as a tv yeah. show like that's because it's yeah. an interesting concept i love the concept but i mm -hmm. I've, and it worked really well as a movie so i'm curious to see how they do it as a tv show uh but yeah. i don't know we'll see yeah cool 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 all right what else we got we got some wwe news yeah so there's not going to be a traditional 2k game this year uh largely because 2k20 was a giant disaster for so long 
Uh, mm-hmm. It's now like twenty bucks on sale everywhere. They've fixed yeah. they fixed the game breaking stuff. So if you're like if it, it's worth it for twenty bucks, I picked it up. I don't hate it. Like I I, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I wasted money. Um, but I would not yeah. have paid sixty bucks. I wouldn't have paid sixty bucks. I think for the current fixed version, I definitely would have felt cheated if I had bought it at launch, with all the crap yeah. that went on. I'm serious. Um, oh yeah. So they've decided to not do that. Instead, they have granted they have granted your wish and mine uh, to do a to do a a two K Battlegrounds game, which is basically just a giant ridiculous arcade style game. Mm-hmm. so excited for this comes out this fall and yes. I'm very hero- because it does it looks ridiculous and arcadey and fun and I'm hyped see I I agree with you to an extent I think it looks like trash but uh, we've been asking for this kind of game right this uh, this this more arcadey kind of game I think it looks terrible like, I, I think the, the way it looks oh it looks it is- rough it looks um, like an old it, it looks like an old style arcade game. I think it's great. It's not I ne- almost wish that they did make it look older, like Nintendo sixty four older. Because it, it's yeah. too plastically I, I don't know. It's I feel like the, the proportions are just so out of just so out of proportion. Yeah. Where it's it, it went it went above it's like they it's like for these kind of games you do want things to be weirdly out of proportion. But it's like they left that meter go a little bit too much. There is there is a little bit yeah. Like the arms are too That's long. All. Like they're a little Yeah. They're a little weird. It, it's it's a bit odd. But uh, you know, I like you didn't you say it's gonna be it's gonna be more of a budget title probably. It's not gonna be like a or do you think it'd be like a sixty dollar game? I don't know, man. They very well could make this a sixty dollar game. I'm hoping it's forty. I can see forty, yeah. but I really think they're gonna go sixty with it, man, because I they're they're going to have a hard time getting people back to getting these games with the disaster of the last game. Yeah. 2k 20, especially when the fact that when it turned 2020, the game actually broke and that was something they had to fix. Like when they had an actual Y2k moment, I that's all that WWE's had some disasters in the last six months. Yeah. Um, one cool thing that happened, uh, well, for 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 her, is the man became the mom, right? It's, yep. The man, the man is is going to be a mommy. I'm fair. I'm excited. Which is great. Yeah, um, I'm excited for her. But the WWE just lost their biggest, uh, their biggest attraction right there. Yeah. No um, but good for her. But yeah, yeah it's. The, did you did you see the are, the opening for Raw last night? Did you see that segment? I didn't know know how to go. It's really it was really well done. She came out and had the Money in the Bank briefcase that that Oscar won the other night. We'll talk about Money in the Bank here in a minute, but you know I didn't watch any of it. Oh, you yeah. didn't watch any of Money in the Bank? I I had I had no idea it was on until like that Sunday, but I, it was Mother's Day, right? Yes, yes, that's fair. Yeah, so I I haven't seen it. I'm gonna see it. We can still talk about it though. I I know the results of some of the yeah. matches, so it's fine watch it's actually a fairly decent show and it's short it's like not even two and a half hours oh it's that's a, good and the the money in the bank match is ridiculous and it's like it's 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 kind of goofy but not in a harmful way it's not like oh my god this is yeah. too silly what did they do it's like this is sure i get this i know what they were doing here it's i i enjoyed it yeah. i liked it a lot um yeah but you know but so becky comes out and she's got the the money in the bank briefcase that oscar won 
and she's you know she's uh, talking about like you know this is the she's really happy but she's really sad da 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 and Oscar comes out and uh, Becky's telling her like hey look you know congratulations you won the money in the bank but you didn't win what you thought you did uh, right you, you haven't been able to open this case because there's a combination so I'm gonna open it for you and opens the case and there's the Raw Women's Title and it's like this is what you were actually competing for I have to step yeah. away for a while you are the champion. You won this. And Asuka celebrates. She's very happy. And Becky is, is, you can see she's like, she's happy and sad at the same time. And she would be, she's conflicted. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's very real. And it's, that's what was great. And she's like, so you go, you know, she's literally passing that to Asuka and saying, so you, you you defend this title. You, you be the champion that I know you can be, be, that everybody knows she can be because of what she did in NXT. But she's like, go be the champion. I know you can be. You go be a warrior, and I'm gonna go be a mother. And it's great because Oscar has oh, wow. just a very real reaction, and she is so like, it's a whole big like very happy moment and everything. It's a re, it's it's really really great. And it's definitely something to look at. I'm sure it's up on on WWE's YouTube page already. Yeah, um, check it out. It's really great. It feels like a genuine moment. Like it it feels awesome. very very real, and it's so cool. And uh, Charlie was going to interview her backstage and like the whole roster comes out to congratulate her. And it's, but it all feels, it doesn't feel staged. It doesn't feel forced Mm -hmm. or anything. It just feels absolutely real. Even our truth is serious. So, you know, it can't be real staged, but it's it's great. (laughs) It felt, it it was, it was a really great moment. And, uh, and then they would interview Shayna Baszler a couple times through the night and Shayna did the exact right thing she needed to do which was stand there and say, how stupid do you have to be to be on top of the company and get knocked up? Oh like, my God. <laughs> like what she takes that right. hard heel left turn. And it's just, it's just, it's fantastic. I loved it. That's great. Cause she's That's like, great. this is the easiest heat you can possibly get. And she just grabs that and yeah. runs with it. It's great. Good. Um, yeah. That's what you need to do. Yeah. It, uh, yeah it's uh, so wait. So Becky, it wasn't a retirement speech. No, no, it was just a, right. you know, yeah. I obviously am not going to be I'm able back. to compete for a while. So, right, right, right. So, okay. So yeah, it, man, I, WWE, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting year. Uh, it's already been an interesting man. year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely want to see this, um, this money in the bank. I heard like the, the, the ladder, like it, it was at the top of the building or it, yeah. it, it, like it took place. It, it started, I, it, it it's it started in the lobby and then there were just okay. like random actually were... yep no go ahead go ahead go ahead i was gonna say no, go they ahead. just like they just fought on random floors until they got to the roof it's, it just sounds like a cartoon it kind of is <laughs> there's a giant food fight yeah. between the men and the women because they both meet up oh at this like commissary area where paul Heyman is having this banquet for himself for no reason. This sounds awesome. Um, it sounds great. like them taking advantage of the situation. Yes, and, it, it in is. a good way. In a good way. There's there's a couple of things that don't quite land. They do some cameo appearances where you're just like that was really just awkward or bizarre. Okay. In ways that didn't quite right. work. But I really think overall it works. Um, they they are yeah. really committed to just making Dana Brooke look absolutely stupid though, and I hate that. Uh, like she there's and you wonder see, why i yeah so do i um because for a while yeah, she'd weird. actually been on a and that's the other things like this came out of nowhere 
Like she had been, mm-hmm. you know, she won a qualifying match to get into Money in the Bank. She had been serious. She and Carmella had been a halfway effective tag team. And she literally slips on a wet floor and bonks her head and she's never seen in the match again. Wow. After grabbing the wrong Money in the Bank briefcase and being told off by Stephanie McMahon in footage that is clearly edited in from where she recorded it at her house. It's, oh, wow. It doesn't, they, there are some moments that don't quite work, but I really think overall, as a, <laughs> as, as a whole yeah. segment, I actually think it worked really well. It was like, look, this is, this is the best way cool. to do this. And I think they were right. Yeah. I think it's, I think it was great. Cool. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Uh, uh, man, yeah, I, I gotta check it out. Because that, that's kind of what I've been asking for. Like, hey, if you take advantage of this yeah. weird situation, the, the whole the whole Raw and SmackDown, I lost interest in just because it just does, it just was weird to watch. That's fair. But if, but this sounds really interesting. Like, hey, let's just like climb the corporate ladder by literally going floor to floor. That's what you do. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> that's fun. It's, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was great. It did, like I said, it didn't all work, but I think overall it's, it's a good, they said, look, we, we've got this concept for a, for a match, you know, how do we do this? And then they were like, well, what if we like kind of diehearted it in a way? It's like, all right, but yeah. then what else do we do? Well, let's add all this other stuff. And like I said, some of it works, some of it, not so much, but Overall, it's definitely one of the more entertaining things they've done, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And Raw, Raw even Raw last night was great. They did a they did a, a pre-tape segment where the Street Profits literally balled against the Viking Raiders. Oh wow! They had a two-on-two <laughs> basketball game, and I I cringed watching it because it showed the Viking Raiders is like when they passed, like they rolled it to each other. And wow, it was like, wow. like, and it's, and it was this thing where I was like, oh my god, oh this is awful, because the whole thing with the Viking Raiders like calling out the Street Profits was like, anything you can do, we can do better, and you know the Profits are putting points uh, on the board, and the and the Raiders just can't, like they can't shoot to save their lives and this stuff. They score one basket. The final score is like seventy six to two or something, and you're just like, they absolutely buried this team. What the hell? And then one wow. of them goes up to the Street Profits and just goes, you know, we let you win, right? They're like, yeah, wow. okay, sure, whatever. And then cut to both of the Viking Raiders, just nothing but netting half-court shots. Or it's like, oh, no, they actually <laughs> did just let them win. Okay. Wow. It's, it's that segment where as you watch it, it's just like, oh, this is awful. This is terrible. Yeah. What is this? And then the end payoff is just kind of like, oh, actually, that was kind of clever. It works if you watch yeah. the whole thing. It's, 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 oh, it was hard to get through. And I was like, why are they doing this to them? Why are they doing this to these guys? And then at the end, you're yeah. like, oh, wait, that's why. Because they're clever. They're playing these mind games. I get that. I respect that. Okay. That's, yeah. it's a little weird in the presentation. I'm not sure I dig it. But I like right. what they were going with anyway. Okay. But. Yeah, I got to check it out. Gotta so, check it out. So that was fun. Yeah, definitely check out the Money in the Bank match. Like it was, it was something. And I, like I said, I done. Yeah. It. I thought it was neat. Yeah. I will. Um, let's see what else we got here. We got some. Oh, we got dude Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two Remaster. I'm so hyped, man! Soundtrack and all, best soundtrack. Hands hands down. Yeah. Best soundtrack. Loved it. I'm excited. 
Yeah. Uh, and it's not just an upscale. Yeah. Like, this is a full, like, they remade these games. Uh, yeah. And I've, I'm down for it. I'm very, very yeah. down for it. Uh, September 4th. Yeah. So that'll be good. And I imagine yeah. this is going to be a $40 bundle. Like, I don't see this being 60 bucks. Yeah, hopefully. I imagine this yeah. is a, hey, if you guys buy this and like it, we will do another one in a similar fashion. And hopefully it's not the disaster of the last Tony Hawk. I can't imagine it is. I, I, I it, Just remaster this, make it current, which it seems like they're doing with the music and everything, and they're just making it current gen. Yeah. But if you make it feel good like that Tony Hawk did, yeah. you, you, man, don't get crazy. Don't do a bunch of weird stuff. Just a simple skating game, like how to just. I'm excited. I, I think it'd be great. Yeah. And the thing with those kind of games is, you can keep the gameplay super simple, like how it is. And if you want to, like, um, well, maybe I shouldn't say this. I was gonna say if you want to monetize it later on, Boom. you do a season pass, like game, like 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 uh like Call of Duty. You know, I'm just saying, like. Well, you can. I'm. Yeah. I, I think there's an argument to be made if you wanted to pay $10 for three months and you grinded and you did all of this stuff in the literally. game to, to yeah, literally to unlock clothes and to unlock stuff like that. That is a better way than loot boxes and stuff like that. I'm just saying, I, you know, I like single player games where you don't have all that extra stuff. But dude, I've been enjoying the hell out of Call of Duty and I love the season pass on it. I think that is the sweet spot where... You get all this extra content, and it's all cosmetic, and it's ten bucks for three months. That's fair. Uh, I'm just saying that if they do move forward, I hope that if they're going to monetize it, they go that route because I think that would be perfect for a game like that. That's fair. You just like all those those like you know suddenly you get the what the, I'm trying to think of now the skateboarding companies like you get the Bam Margera stuff you get the <sighs> the what is it, Oasis or whatever you know what I mean yeah. like I, I, I forget the name of the the, the, the Echo shirts or whatever mm-hmm. you, just, <laughs> you get yeah. you get those brands on board and that would be a fun way to like I don't know it, it could suddenly it could work, get a yeah. giant Knoxville skin oh, yeah that's fair Spider-Man skin I don't know whatever you God, that was old there. school he was a it was a yeah that was Pro Skater 2 wasn't it where you had Spider-Man yep 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 cool yeah so dude that's that's uh, that's no-brainer gonna be picking that one up yeah can't wait um I think we talked a little bit about it before but The Last of Us 2 is June 19th yeah they announced um Ghost of Tsushima July 17th yeah. And Vader Immortal is summertime. Yeah, Vader Immortal, the the VR game, going to be coming to PSVR this summer. Uh, Ghost of yeah. Tsushima, I know they're doing a gameplay trailer reveal thing on Thursday, on the 14th. Okay. So that'll be, cool. that will be something to watch. I'll be excited for that. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I get, I, like, you know, The Last of Us Part 2, you know, we know what we're getting into yada yada etc etc but uh like ghost of tsushima just looks like i i'm excited it looks like a newer version of bushido blade and yeah I, it's like, a new property it's, yeah it's exciting i'm like i'm i'm here for it i'm 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 in yeah yeah me too man it, it's it's exciting it's brand new property uh i love the edge everything about it, the aesthetic everything just looks great so yeah. That, that looks awesome um but i think that's it dude i think that's it um 
uh, we'll be back next week. Um, I think we're going to, we got we got to nail down a time. I know schedules have been funky, but it's been fun. I, I really enjoy this. I'm going to be sending you some comics. So hopefully we'll spend a big chunk talking about Venom next, next week. Yeah. Uh, and, and Spider-Man. See, I'm excited. I'll see whatever they've got on, uh, on prime reading. I might try to dig into oh, yeah. something. I don't need, well, I might do that for something else, but I forgot to have Marvel unlimited. I totally, I always forget about that. <laughs> There you go, dude. A lot of this stuff is on it. There's, a lot of there's this is a, on Unlimited. There's a ton of it on Unlimited. There's a lot that's not, but there's there's more that's on than isn't. Because uh, a lot. Yeah, of, I think this it's a, this Venom stuff is definitely on it. I think. Yeah, I would imagine so. There, if there's a weird, there's a weird chunk, like what's new comes out. You know, I mean, I know there's a, a delay of however many months before the new stuff comes out on it. I get that. I think you know, it's six perfect. months. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a weird. Like somewhere in the mid two thousands, it seems like there's just a weird void. Oh, that like I've run into with a handful of comics where it's just like there's a big chunk of stuff that's just like not there's like some of these comics are just not there, and I'm not sure uh. why. I don't know if maybe they just haven't gotten them all scanned in and whatnot yet, mm-hmm. but because I know that's got to be a project and a half with the you know billions of comics they've done throughout the years. Um. Right. There's right. So it's it's weird. It's not it's it's almost everything, but it's not actually everything. And it's what like seventy bucks a year. Like I mean, it's absolutely worth it. Yeah. If you if you're big on absolutely, comedy, and I I don't read I don't read enough to justify it, and that's on me because there's so much good stuff on there. But mm. yeah, because I think they've just yeah, finished. No, like I think War of the Realms is finally all on there now and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that was a big. I mean, that was the beginning of last year, and that was a big uh, crossover event. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's 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 cool. It's cool. There's a lot of great stuff on it. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to dive more into this this Venom stuff. I thought it was cool that they use Ultimate Spider-Man um, as the Spider-Man in the story. Like, it makes sense. Like, if you remember what happened with Miles Morales and his mom and everything else, uh, it ties in great. Like, it makes sense story-wise. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, we'll get a lot to talk about next week. We'll get more into some persona. But, yeah, make sure you go to our YouTube, We Geek Podcast, Twitter, at We Geek Podcast, at the Logan Witt, at Adam Eastep. Um, our Gmail, uh, WeGeekPodcast at gmail.com. Send them some questions. Um, and, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Captain. Captain. Captain.